COVID free. <laughs> Come across the glass, please. I love you. <laughs> Just, it's no, it's actually so great that I'm able to still do the podcast. And like, I get, t- I, I've been doing the uh, rapid testing every week, and I go uh, to this place right down the street, and I get tested. And I'm like, okay, thank God, because then I can get tested, and I have my glass, and keep a mask on until we get started. Because it's like, gosh, I mean, we have to have some semblance of a life, right? Right. So, I get tested every Monday right. religiously. I just can't imagine going. With a day being like, wait, am I positive? Am I spreading? Am I the super spreader? It's just the worst thing. The hottest super spreader ever. Okay, spreading it around. No. Awful. No, it's so, like, it blows my mind. Like, I'm like, but how do I make it work? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's ways to make it work. That's why I was like, okay, we're going to get the glass. Like, they do this at, you know, the stores and all that stuff. And I like we it. wear the mask. Thanks. I mean, it's like, you know, I can still see you. Yeah. So it's good. Clear as day, my love. At least it's not a wall, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, who is talking to me? I just make you sit in the other room. Yeah. I what? wouldn't mind. I mean, I'm hanging out with you. I love it. Thanks for having me on. Without introduction, obviously, Gigi Gorgeous is here. Yes. We are so happy to have you here. Um, I have to say, I have loved you for years, obviously. Ditto. Well, because I used to watch you and I was just like, you are the most beautiful person. And Shut even in up. person, like I'm sh- like she walked in and I was like, your skin is flawless. No, it's because I was in the kitchen backlit. No. And then she was like, no, like standing in front of me, Avi. And like the ceiling opened. So the light was kind of cascading down. Like I was like, I have makeup on, of course. No, she's literally like <laughs> flawless. And I've like, I've run into you in so many places and you've always looked flawless. Yeah, we like had Coachella fun. And, and Rosewood Miramar. Miramar. Like, you always like, I mean, I just, I would literally look at your, your Instagram every day and you are one of those people that, I see on Instagram and you look hot and then you look at them in person and they look the same. Oh my God, I love you. Thank you. No, but do you know what I mean? Because sometimes there's so many people. Right, they catfish you. It's like the ultimate catfish. It's like such a thing. Because people go overboard with the Facetune and I'm so guilty of this, but it's like sometimes people just look so much better online and then you meet them. You're like, oh, this is the real Or they look totally different in person. Right, it's like, oh wow, what's your name? It's I've, kind I've of had crazy. that so many no times. Way. I mean, there's so many girls that it's just like, you really don't know what they look like or what they sound like, their personality. It's yeah. just like ass pics, bikini pics, like the it's same kinda, old, same old. It's kind of damaging. I feel like so many people do have gotten so used to doing the Facetune and now they have the Facetune video. They have everything so you can oh, constantly. Oh, that scares me. I didn't even download it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get addicted. I'm going to get body dysmorphia. <laughs> like it's going to get way too deep. <gasps> I think they video- should not do that. It works. I tried it on like one video and I didn't post it, but it's like kind of crazy. You upload a video. I think it can only be like a minute though. Mm-hmm. And it you can smooth your skin. You can get rid of under eye wrinkles. I'm just using it right now. <laughs> yeah, like full on. I'm like, can you make my eyes bigger or no? <laughs> we, we watch this afterwards. We're like really tan. We're in the Bahamas. Totally. Oh um, my God. I'm like the whitest I've ever been right now. I'm like, I'm just going to be chill today for Brittany. I love you. So how <laughs> are you coping? How's everything going? Tell me everything. You know, it's been, it's been good. I feel like, okay, so it's crazy because- we started the lockdown in March, right? Mid-March. Mm-hmm. And me, my fiance, my sister, and my best friend, we all live together. Mm-hmm. So we beat it up until 
then. Right. And then one of us got COVID. And who I won't say it? who. Oh, you can't say it. Not okay. me, okay. but I won't say who. And we were all quarantining in the house. It was the weirdest thing. And we're like, how did we make it 10 months? And then one of us got it. But getting tested every week, we yeah. know our results and we're past yeah. it now. But I was like, this is like the realness and it's no realness. scent, no taste, like full on. Were they really sick, like go to the hospital sick or no? No, not at all. There was like a little bit of a, like an under fever. Yeah. Like one of them was grade. like 95, 96. Mm -hmm. But they were like, I just can't taste or smell. It's insane. And I can't even imagine. I smell everything. Me too. I'd be oh like, do God. I smell right now? <laughs> what do you smell like? Like I need to know. It's trippy sounding. It's so trippy. And you know, it's so funny is the same thing happened. Like one of my friends who was like really religious about it. She like doesn't even leave her apartment. She does like like camera girl stuff. That's her like job. So she doesn't even have to Love leave that. for her job. She's a cam girl. She's so hot. Goal. And <laughs> she got it. And she thinks she got it from the grocery store. Because you know how on the checkout you use that pin pad. Little divider. Oh, and the pin pad. Yeah. The pin pad. Nobody's sanitizing that. They're not sanitizing. And then it. you touch your and mouth. And then you accidentally like pick your nose or stick your finger up your ass. And then and eat then it. <laughs> eat, eat a turd casually. <laughs> and then you have COVID. And that's how she thinks she got it because it's literally the only place she went in like 10 months. That's She's terrible. like, I haven't met with anyone. And she got it really bad. And she told me, she's like, I understand why people who are old don't survive. Because right. was, she got it really bad. She right. was like scared. Low immune systems. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, we're just being really careful now yeah. more than ever. But it's like, it's scary because all of us were really looking forward to 2021, right? And now it's like, we're going to be like, happy new year. And it's going to be the exact same shit. It's like, until when? My birthday's in April. I need to celebrate. Oh. How old are you turning? Do you want to say or no? 29. You're oh, 29? Oh, my God. You're so such a baby. Oh, my God. You think I feel so old. 28. I'm 34, girl. I have to pinch myself. Do you feel 34, though? Because now you're married. No, I feel like I'm 17 forever. Look I how know. I dress. I'm in like a forever. This will be me when I'm 80. I'll be like oh, Batty Winkle. Oh, my God. I actually <laughs> live your live for your style so hard. I could die. <laughs> I literally dress like a like a K-pop like fan, like fan forever. That's me. Yes, Kawaii. Like, yeah, like I don't even care. <laughs> like I'm just going to be seven forever kawaii yeah and my husband too he's 58 but he dresses like he's like a skater from oh my god like, he's 58 58 i love it isn't that crazy it is you know why it's so embarrassing i had to look up what band he was in because i'm like i'm <laughs> going over to an icon's house <laughs> i was like well, let's play one of his songs i'm like i should i learn how to play guitar before i go over <laughs> like you just start playing guitar i just gotta prep i'm like i know britney but not tommy <laughs> Oh my God. I'm so obsessed. No, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been interesting, you know? And like, I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, literally it's the new year tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow. tomorrow is new year's Eve. I have you here. And, and, and I'm like, you know, I turn on the news and it's like the new strain in, uh, in England. Mm -hmm. So scary. And I think that there was the first mm -hmm. one in California, right? The new strain. The new strain. Oh, great. Or somewhere. It was like oh, Canada or something. No. My family's from Toronto. So my dad is like so OCD, so paranoid. Yeah. He's epic about it. Yeah. So I'm loving that because he's a little bit older. Uh -huh. And, you know, it's just back. It's back in full force. Do you miss Canada? I do. Because Canada hurt is just so great. Everyone's nice. And it beautiful. is. It is. They're yeah. the best. I feel like when I would go back now, like as an adult, I'd go back for like, you know, two, three, four days. Now mm. I want to go back for like a month. Yes. I just want to hang out. It's actually way less COVID in Canada. Oh yeah. They've shut it down. I feel like California maybe is the worst. We are the worst. They're just right America now. in general. I mean, if right. I were you, I would just get gnats and I would just get on a plane and just stay in Canada until this is over. I mean, I mean, at least you I just feel love a LA. Safe. I know. Too much. But what is there to even do right now? There's nothing. All the restaurants are closed. And so how are you entertaining yourself? 
I mean, I stay in creative, doing like photo shoots here and there. You are doing photo shoots, and your photo shoots are amazing. Oh, thanks. It's I mean, like, literally just for fun. And it's just like, at the house, right? Just at the house. Oh. Yeah, we're having fun, decorating for Christmas. Love it. Just, you know, trying to stay entertained. Yeah. Like any way possible. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. It was. I feel like we just like tried to make the most of it, maybe like over-decorated about it like just like every wall we're like what do we do today let's wrap so another bored. picture oh my god so bored what did you do oh we literally did a tree and we like got each other a thousand gifts each to just be like the whole day opening gifts and then we were like okay. that's everything i know that was everything what was, was your like, favorite present he got me a new chanel bag oh cute which i'm so spoiled Thank oh my god you. i want Tell a chanel me. bag he got me a new chanel bag did you nice. not give like you did, didn't get seven my favorite Dead. gift was from actually my mother-in-law really? she got me this gorgeous Hermes um blanket you know the Hermes yes. blankets they have the H on them yeah we have one this one's like not I mean I was literally just gonna call it tacky but now that you have one I'm like no no, no I'm not gonna say that but <laughs> you can call it tacky <laughs> no it's like you know those are like the classic ones yeah yeah she got me like a really different one Ooh. that I was like is this Hermes because it was in a box and yeah. it's like this gorgeous like snow leopard on it Ooh. I was like and it's so soft like those blankets That's are so they're like really expensive. unreal. I know we have one. I was like, okay, this is way too much money for a blanket. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, should I wear this like as a dress, like a shawl, like something? I was like, this can't just be laying on the couch. And I'm like, no food around it. Like crazy. I'm the messiest person. But I was like, this will not be touched. Like it's my prized possession. Oh my God. I love it. And so you've been married for a year. You got married at the Rosewood Miramar, mm -hmm. which is so beautiful. It's like my dream house. And you had a beautiful wedding. Oh, oh my God. You. you looked stunning. Thank you could look you. pictures up of Nat's and Gigi's wedding. You guys were just fucking just beautiful. Oh, I died. Uh, I could live that day over and over until the day I die. I really could. And I want to talk about everything because you're like at such, you have fulfilled like you're la right. Like, don't you just feel so you found love? You're who you want to be. You're like doing everything you ever wanted to do. It's crazy. It's like crazy. even you saying that it's like, I look back, like if I were to like watch my life, it's like, you know, you've overcome so much, but it's still like you live every day. Like it's like the first day kind of thing. Like you like just wake up like, yo, what's up today? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I just look, I'm like, wow, I've overcome a lot. Like I'm married. I'm really happy. I'm really lucky. I'm really blessed. But also like I have so much more I want to do. Mm -hmm. And also like it's just it's just the beginning. I feel yeah. like just like our age. I'm like, I really, truly feel like I'm like 21 yes. or like 19. It's like the world is my oyster. I can never get enough. Like, yes. let's go. So true. You know, I know. And do you ever sit back and think about remembering yourself when you were like 13? I do. So I was asked on Instagram, you know how like everyone's doing those, like ask me anything. Yeah. And then you like post it and post a photo. Mm -hmm. Someone said, do you ever imagine what your life would be like if you didn't transition? And I was like, I actually had to think about it. I was like, I actually literally have never thought that. Wow. I'm like, what would I be as a boy right now? Like, I've been a girl for so long, literally almost a decade. Mm -hmm. It's like, how would I, like a decade next year, I'm going to be a girl for 10 That's years. Amazing. I'm turning 10. Oh my God. You're only 10 years I'm old. I'm nine right now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel nine. Um, but I was just thinking like, you know, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Good. And I feel like a lot of people can't say that. You know, people are, and this year is like a pause in general. So I just feel really lucky, really blessed, but also just, I just want to like spread that to other people. Yeah. You know, like it's not like, don't be depressed. I know that's like so annoying to say, but anything that I can do to get another person out of that, like yeah. means the world to me. Yeah. Cause you struggled. I watched your documentary 
This is everything. Was it Sundance? Gigi Gorgeous. It's this is everything, right? This, this is everything. Colon Gigi Gorgeous. This yes. is everything. Gigi Gorgeous. If you haven't watched the documentary, it's incredible. I mean, we we came to your premiere at Sundance, and I was just. It was just so moving and my heart like was so touched by you and I felt you, so Brittany. close. Like you're tra- like just starting, like even as a young, when you were a young boy, you could tell like you were uncomfortable in your skin. You knew like it was so hard for you to be born female and identify as female, but being stuck in another body. And it was like, it's just such an incredible journey. So I don't want to give it all away, obviously, but there's so much to your story. And it was so moving and so impactful to me. And, like, just watching you and your family and, like, your happiness and, like, your little smile and, like, then, you know, watching you grow and then reach a point where you're like, I need to fulfill who I want to really be, you know? And you did all that. That was all you. I couldn't wait. I really couldn't. And I feel like it's so interesting because when I was, like, in high school, let's say, right before I came out as gay when I was a boy, uh-huh. um, I would I would hate on other gay people. Would you? Yes. And I feel like that taught me so much about how to just, you know how people, some people can navigate a room, uh-huh. some people can read a room mm-hmm. and just kind of like get away with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of taught me how to do that because it like, I would literally be like, oh, he looks really gay or don't you think that he's gay? Like trying to take the attention off me, like very projecting. Right. And even before that, I knew something was different inside of me. Like I never really felt like there was a girl trapped inside of me. Okay. I truly feel like I kind of evolved into this Uh and realized it. Like I was never like every day thinking like, oh my God, I want to like get her out. Yeah. It was kind of just like a realization one day and I was like, I need to get her out now, yeah. you know, because like yeah. now I know that she's in there. I know it's possible. Yeah. So I feel like even like when I was like, you know, young, I was like into sports. I was doing the exact opposite you of what I wanted swimmer. to do. I was a di- professional a diver. professional diver. And like, you know, I wow. don't, that's not my interest. But like I put myself <laughs> fully into that because I wanted to deflect and be like, this is who I am, guys. The world, this is who I am. Yeah. You know, so it's like you always like you never really know what anyone's going through. Yeah. And like everyone has a battle that they're fighting. So just be nice to everyone. Even if they yeah. look the most confident, it's like you really don't know. And like yeah. I have like this like trans radar in my mind. Like I'm like, are they trans? Are they bought like bottled up? Are they dealing with something? Right. I always think that. And I mean, sometimes I've been right, but other times it's just like a little fantasy. Right. Are they trans? Could they be my sister? (laughs) So, okay. So when you were a young boy, were you attracted to girls? I don't know. I I don't think I was attracted to anyone. Anyone. Honestly. Okay. I feel like for the most part boys, but also for the most part, like nothing. Okay. I was very like, just not into it. Also, I was so confused with uh-huh. like who I was. Yeah. I didn't really date until very late in my life. Like okay. I wasn't one of those girls like, oh my God, like dating this person, dating that person. Like it was just very nothing for me. Okay. So you weren't like sexually attracted. Like you weren't like, oh, I like, uh, you know, I'm really attracted to guys or I'm really you know, sexually attracted. To- I would, but I wouldn't act on it. Okay. Because I feel like like sex and relationships for me didn't really have any value. Mm-hmm. Like I always felt weird and like I, I was friends with obviously like a bunch of girls back mm-hmm. in the day. I mean, I still am, but like in high school, it was like literally all girls and like my gay best friend. And they'd be like, oh my God, my boyfriend, like, I don't know what to do. And I'd be like, I can't relate to that. So yeah. I'll just listen to you, I guess. And it was one of those things. I was literally just like an earpiece. 
So I couldn't really relate. And then when I got older, got like a little bit more confident with myself, makeup, dresses, all that used to go out. I didn't enjoy sex. It wasn't something that I like craved. It was so the first time you had sex with a guy. It was with a boy. And how was it? It was, I mean, honestly, I truly don't really remember much, Uh but I remember most of my experiences back then were just not enjoyable because I didn't really know who I was, you know? And a lot of the time you kind of feel like not a fetish, but Mm -hmm. you feel like just not yourself and it's just not enjoyable, honestly, Mm -hmm. hands down. So how long did that go on until you were able to like enjoy I mean, even after I transitioned, it was like this learning process, learning my new body, learning my new name, my new identity, my new gender, even though I had always been a girl inside. Mm -hmm. It was one of those things where it's like, you just got to try it until it feels good Mm -hmm. and feels right. And for a while, I mean, trans girls, you know, across the board are fully fetishized when it comes to sex and all of that. It's like, oh yeah, you're an experiment. This is fun. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, it's a secret. Which is not cute. It's not cute. And I feel like that's like really unfortunate. I went through that, you know, Mm. and it made me stronger at the end of the day. But it just you just have to like own who you are. Because I remember there was a guy in the documentary. Yes. My ex. Your ex. And he was like a built like he was like a. Right. And the funny thing is, like when I first transitioned, I was even though I seemed really, really confident and like 90 percent of the time I was, I feel like. I needed someone like that around to feel, and I talk about this in my book as well. I needed someone like that to feel feminine. I needed someone like that to feel like a girl, like a real Mm -hmm. girl. And it's like, now that I'm with a woman and I'm married to Nats, my Mm -hmm. wife, Mm -hmm. my partner, I feel like the most feminine I've ever felt because before it was just so on my mind, every single thing that I would you know, do. And we're like, like, is that girl? Is that feminine? Is that girly enough? You know, like all that stuff. I like got so close to the glass here. Is that girly enough? And like, it was like something like one of those things where it just was always on my mind. And now I feel more free. And I feel like that's the most feminine thing and the most authentic thing you can be just like, you know, like whatever. So, and so when you were with your ex and then that was the last person you were with before Nats, before you got with Nats, right? Mm -hmm. When you first started hanging out with Nats, you were like, oh, this is going to be my best friend, right? No, you know what? Ever since we met me and Nats, and literally I've said this before, I'll say it again. She hit on me so hard. It was like uncomfortable. What? A little bit. Yes. How did she hit on you? Just like openly being like, oh, did you see Gigi's ass? Or like, I wish like just, I don't even remember, but just openly I like, I knew she was interested. So it was kind of funny. I liked the attention. It yeah. was just like one of those things like, oh yeah, like this is our little joke we have. Yeah. And then it got like more serious. And like, I think that ultimately- authenticity attracts authenticity. Yes. So like if like I think that she's one of maybe even the most authentic person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. So like that instantly just like turned me on. I was mm-hmm. like, who is this girl? Mm-hmm. Why does she look like this? How does she look like this? Everything she does and says is just so her. Like she doesn't do anything she wants doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you straight up how you feel or mm-hmm. how she feels. Mm-hmm. Ask you how you feel. And I think for a lot of my life, I suppressed my emotions and mm-hmm. I still do. Like I have a hard time talking about how I really feel sometimes. Why do you think that is? I don't, I think it's cause I've been like, I was like, I feel alone for a lot of my life, like in my head, even though I was always like friend, like I had tons of friends, maybe popular, mm-hmm. you know, like, like thriving in my life. I kind of felt like the only person I could trust and hang out with was, like, was myself. 
yeah, at the end of the day. You felt like no one was really able to understand you or be there for you. That's so you're it. like, oh, I, like I can put on a front and be like all cool with all these people. But then at the end of the day, you go home and it's just you. Right. You. And they don't really know who I am. Yeah. So it's like it, there's no like risk of getting hurt kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like for a long time I was like that. And now it's like I'm kind of opening up. I have opened up mm-hmm. and it's just like really nice to meet someone like as authentic as her. It's and like, then it's you insane. Felt like you could be yourself. Yeah. And, and it isn't, it, it honestly, it really wasn't about, well, that's, that's not true. Cause I was totally gagged that I was into a girl way back, like four and a half, five years ago, more, I think like five and a half years ago, actually. Cause we've been together for four and a mm-hmm. half. Yeah. Anyways, it was insane. And I feel like it was one of those moments where I was like, wow, this is a pivotal moment in my life. And I remember going home and telling all my friends in Toronto being like, I think I'm in love with this girl. Mm-hmm. This is what she looks like. They're like, wait, she looks like Justin Bieber. Like, is that a girl? Full. That's literally what they said. And I was like, yes, let's call her right now. I'm obsessed with her. Oh and they all told me that I was in love with her before I knew because I just wouldn't stop talking about her. Aww. Every minute was just like, stop, Gigi, it's enough. Was that mind-blowing to you to be like, you know, and we were talking about this a little before the podcast started, is that a lot of people make assumptions that when you transition from a boy to a girl, that you only want to be with guys or that you should only be with guys because otherwise it's a way, like, you know, they don't right. get it. Yeah, the most offensive thing I've heard and like, For anyone listening, if you think that, if you think what I'm about to say is true, like just you need to be schooled really fast. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned and then I ended up with a girl and I identify as gay, a lesbian. Mm -hmm. So people to me when I came out were like, well, why did you even transition then if you're just going to end up with a woman? It's like so like sex and gender are totally different. So it's like my my gender identity like pertains to you, my sexual orientation It makes no sense when you think about it. Who you're attracted to, who you live your life with does not identify, like does not reflect my gender. Mm -hmm. If I was still a boy, I would be miserable regardless of who I was with, you know? So it's like, I was very caught off guard with that. I'm like, wow, people really think about that. I've heard so many people say like, you know, even with, um, isn't Caitlyn Jenner with a, a woman? Yes. And so people said the same thing. Like, why bother? You know, I, I read and saw people say these things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it is interesting that you don't get to, you know, it's like people assume that just because you transition to a woman that you automatically would want to be with a guy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. It has nothing, to, like you just said. Has it's like more normal. With, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's. And, and, you know, and I think that's so, it's so interesting to me because I feel like people just try to put people in little boxes all totally. the time. They're like, okay, so, okay, so you transition to a girl, so you automatically, you have to be with guys. And yes. like, that's the rules and da, da, da. And like, everyone tries to put people in these little boxes. And I'm finding more and more, especially as society is evolving and we're all evolving. And, you know, people are coming out of so many different things, pansexual, binary, non-binary, you know, all kinds of different things. You know, you can't put people in boxes. You know, we're not meant for that. We are all, I believe, sexually fluid a little bit. Even Mm -hmm. like the straightest of straight people that'll be like, I would never, I would never fuck a guy. Literally, like those people are gay. I'm telling you, like (laughs) anyone who detests anyone, you are that. Like, I really like hate is like literally sparked by fear. Yeah. And everyone who's like openly anti-gay, openly anti-trans, openly anything. It's like 
and like has a really hateful like perspective on it. It's yeah. like, girl, where is that coming from? It's it's fear. You're like, right. did you hook up with a trans girl in your past and never told anyone? You think she's gonna come forward? So you're gonna be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. It's like, girl, it will always come out. Yeah, it is so interesting that I'll like. I mean, even me, just like, I'm in like therapy three days a week, and like, you know, I'm I'm learning so much of our fear. It is all like anger, everything, you know, whatever. Whenever I even get mad at my husband at something, I'm like, okay, what is the fear that is behind this? Right. You know, what is what is coming? Where where does this start? Because it doesn't start. Anger is just it is just fear. And it's something, you know, people don't realize that. Like you don't you don't get to the root of it unless you really, really think about what is driving, you know, your anger. Because there is something driving it. You know, especially even on Instagram, right? When someone comes on your page and they're like, oh, I fucking hate you. Or they say something fucked up to you, right? And I used to read those comments. Hey, haters. (laughs) Hey, are you on this video? Hi. (laughs) I used to read the comments like a psycho Uh and be like, and take everything so personally, especially when I was on Vine. We all did. We all did, right? We all did. I feel like everyone kind of moves past that. And then you get to a point where you're like it's actually ruining my day sometimes yeah and I can't have that. Or, or you get to a point where like now I like to think like not that I'm so evolved or so enlightened but you get to a point where you think about it from what you just said and you go okay so this person's upset enough in their own life that they have to come onto my page and project whatever insecurity or whatever they're mad about in yep. their life onto me literally yes it, I, I think that all the time I'm like wow for you to go on someone's page and leave a hateful comment is insane. Like, I don't know if I've ever done that. I've never done that. I don't know. Ever. E- like, honestly, ever. Yeah. Maybe I'll, like, send it to a friend in DMs. Yeah, and be or, like, like Did a you sarcastic, see this? maybe. But, right. Yeah. I mean, you're, like, a full comedian, though. Yeah. I'd be like, is she being serious? I'd be making a joke. Like, remember that picture you posted? And I was like, are you a realtor as a joke? No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> What's the photo? And I got, like, attacked by, wait, like, really? your fans. Oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> It was this picture of you and it was like so proper and like obviously all your pictures are so perfect, but it was oh literally God, this picture of you and you were like this. And it I was need like, to know it the looks photo. Like, I'll find it. I'll send uh, it to you later. Please. But I made a joke and I was like, whose realtor is this? Because you looked like one of the realtor, like, you know, the, at I mean, the bus that's stops, funny. I would not think that, that was stops. rude. But you know me, I'm joking and you know me. I got so many messages from your fans. Oh my God. Being like, you fucking bitch. And I was like, I love Gigi. You I'm making fucking a fucking joke. They're like, you're the fucking realtor square ass, fucking dumbass bitch. They like, said that? You wish you could be as pretty. I got like at least like 10 messages. Those do not sound like my girls. No, they were literally like, you know, like, who are you calling? A da 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 da. You're like, it's so funny. Like, I mean, I'm obsessed. I was insulting Thanks, you. guys. They thought I was insulting you, but I, I imagine wasn't. the whole time I like cried about it. I'm like, what photo? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, I love that. I'm obsessed. I need to know the photo. <laughs> I really don't it know the photo. It was just me trying to be funny. And then like, you know, that's another thing is like sometimes when you like make jokes and then on the internet, like it comes across the wrong way. And right, like, it does oh, not fuck. translate. All right, never mind. I give up. I mean, right? I feel like we're like, usually people online, they collab and they're so forthright about it. Yeah. And I used to be the same way. I used yeah. to be like, hey, do you want to meet up? Yeah. We would just like film a video and then they would leave. Yeah. Nothing else. It's like, oh my God, you're friends with this person. Where are they? It's like, I met them once. Literally Aww, for an hour and a half. No, that makes me so sad. It does, but I feel like with you and I, it's like we've had so many like little moments, but it's like, do people know we're friends? Every time I see you, I'm always like so excited. Oh like, my God, when, when I saw you, literally it was Valentine's Day. It was Val- In Santa Barbara. We're at the little like dinner Rose dinner Mirror spot. Bar. 
And Caruso's. I was like, is that them? Yeah, Caruso's. Caruso's. So bougie. Yeah, we're bougie. So bougie. And it was freezing. It was. We didn't even stay for dinner. And you were so dressed up and you looked amazing. It was Valentine's Day. I, I was know, like, you mm. looked gorgeous. And then we were like, oh my God, should we get a drink? And you guys were like, we're sober. I was like, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And then they made Tommy like a mocktail. A mocktail, Like a yes. really cool mocktail. Oh my God. Speaking of, I saw, I think it was you pretending to be him yes, for a video and you were yes. like this would go great with vodka yeah, this would go great with every vodka day. so funny it's so hard are you not you're not sober right and no you, 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 that would you be me if good. I was sober though yeah because 100 see, how how is it going during the quarantine have you drank more oh my god totally I feel like <laughs> like 100% <laughs> doesn't even try to hide <laughs> not at all no I feel like honestly we are just like throwing little like I'm so lucky that I live with people yeah. and I'm married obviously yeah. so like I'm around people yeah I can't even imagine if I was alone I'd be know. like, well, what am I doing today? I'm going to maybe film a video and then watch TV and then have a glass of wine. Like, what do you do? And like, I, know. I feel like we make it so fun though. <laughs> like, I feel like I've had, I have more bruises on my body than I have ever had, I think in my life. Just Why from, are you guys wrestling? Yes. <laughs> and like dancing and just jumping in the pool. And like, I have like bruises. It's just. You're just beating the shit out of each other. Literally. I mean, I show my love physically, you know, like Khloe Kardashian, she'll like drag Kim and like Courtney across the floor. I'm literally like that. No shame in my game. Who do you drag? Anyone that's around me that I love. It's like honestly love. Yeah, no, no like punching, but like we'll like wrestle. And like we have like a like a, a lawn, so it's like not dangerous, but then we'll like slip in the pool and it's just it's crazy. But honestly, if you were there, you'd probably get into it because it's really fun. I feel like you need a reality show. This sounds like way too I've much. I've been fun. offered tons of times, but I kind of like my privacy. Yeah. Especially. And like Nats is like not very showy in that way. So it's like, I like our little like turn on, turn off moments. Nats is very mellow. Oh yeah. She's, she's so chill. You would think that she's like a huge stoner that just like doesn't like. She's so chill. So chill and doesn't smoke any weed. Wow. Like used to when I met her sometimes, but like doesn't, she's just got, she's just laid back. She just sees everything for what it is. She's one of those people that I meet that I'm like, I wish I was that comfortable with myself to just be that calm. Right. And you're like an anxiety girl, right? You talk about it all the time. She is kind of too. So bad. Yeah. I don't really suffer from that at all. I, I mean, I got a little nervous before I came over here. But that's that's like normal. You like don't get nerves. like panic attacks. No, I've never you had don't one. You ever get scared of like your heart beating too fast or that you feel like you're going to die or get like hot flashes or anything like that. When I've done like drugs. <laughs> Well, that's normal. <laughs> like dangerous drugs. Yeah. I just was like, I should never doing that again. But wait, tell me everything. What's the most dangerous drug you've ever done? I want to know. Um, I mean, like what you could think of, like Molly, or like too much Molly, or too much ecstasy. Someone put much- Molly in my drink actually at Coachella and didn't tell you. And I knew it tasted weird, but I had been drinking, so I just I went with it, and it turned out really crazy. I just literally lost like six hours of the day. I was like. Well, what time is it? I'm like, was I alive for that whole time? Like it just flew by. And everyone's like, yeah, we were having fun. I was like, I wasn't even here. Just so you know. I was like, my body was, but my mind was not. Where were you? Like, I've never done Molly. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I couldn't remember. Coachella is crazy as it is. is. And we literally woke up, got glam, went to the tents, 
Is that what it's called? The tense? Yeah. The, like, One year goes by. I forget yeah, everything safari, about fucking whatever. Yeah, literally. Right, like who cares? This is Right, it's over with now. We're never going to Coachella ever, again. ever. Like 2023. Back in our day yeah. when we had yeah. Coachella, we had uh, stages and Tommy Lee. You could walk around and have drinks and touch people. Ugh, how much I miss it though. It's like not even a joke. It's so sad. Anyways, yeah. we got there. I knew my water. I had water. Yeah, tasted weird. Didn't it was look water. In it. it was water, like full on Molly water. Who gave it to you? I forget. We were with a big group. We rented a big house. I mean, honestly, probably not my friend. And they if didn't they were to tell you. No, they didn't tell me. And it tastes really weird. Like it tastes like, I feel like it tastes like glue or Ew. something. Like it just tastes like not water. And then I looked at the bottom when I had finally had enough and there was like little specks at the bottom. And I was like, oh no. And then it didn't hit me. I was like, it's fine. I didn't have enough. And then it was just a moment. But I was like, I guess that's Coachella. Did you like it or no? Do you remember? I don't remember like at all. I was like, oh my God, am I hurt? Like I was like, this is how people overdose. It's terrible. It is scary. Okay. We are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with Gigi Gorgeous on Worst First. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I know it's always so weird for people. Oh, no, um, I love it. I'm I'll... actually starting a podcast soon. You are? Mm-hmm. What are you going to call it? I'm going to call it. I'm going to. Okay, so I'm going to. I actually can't say. Okay, so you don't I want to say it, but you're starting a podcast soon. I'm excited. I'll tell you after. Are you doing it with a network? I am. I don't okay. know who yet. Yeah, it's okay. between two. Okay, good, good, good. You're with Studio 71? Yeah. Okay, Make yeah, sure I you get a up. good deal. Oh, of course, okay? always. Because some people are stuck in like, you know, bad shit where Mm-mm. like the studio's taking like Not everything me. and yeah, you don't want that to happen to you. That's why like Joe Rogan and- I love you know, Joe Rogan. I love him too. Come on, Fear Factor. I know, and he went all, and he moved to Texas. He's like doing his podcast in Texas Very now, him, very full, him. Full time in Texas. And, um, and speaking of Joe Rogan, I want to get your opinion about, you know, obviously um, we're moving into 2021. This is all happening- did you hear about all the UFO stuff? No. You didn't? No, but I'm obsessed. I love aliens. You know, know they come through as owls. They do? That's what I heard. Wait, tell me everything. They come through as owls. I forget where I was watching. Fuck, what was I watching? I was literally just watching something about this. 
Yeah, they come like through. Like owls, like outside hoo hoo. Oh, it was this documentary. I forget what it's called, but it's real people in like butt fuck nowhere, like so north, like a lot, like just crazy. Uh-huh. And their town was like filled with like 2,000 people or something. And like hundreds of people were getting abducted. What documentary is this? I have no idea. I'll Everyone have out there, it it's after. literally a documentary about like people in butt fuck nowhere getting abducted. And they have like real, oh my God. It's um the fifth kind, the fifth element, like with um, what's her name, Mila Jovovich. Oh my uh, god, I'm oh, like piecing element? this. Yeah, it's like isn't that it? Oh my god, am I combining two documentaries? <laughs> I think the fifth element's an actual, just like a movie with with um. But it's like based off of real. They have like real tapes and stuff, oh. and it comes like I don't know. Maybe we'll I'm have to mixing look it up. We'll have to look it up. But aliens are dope. I know. I mean, are you scared? What do you think? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Because basically Israel came out and this was like, oh, it's, we brought up Joe Rogan. So this is what made me think of it. Joe Rogan's very into aliens. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very into aliens. And you're very into aliens. Imagine I was like, I don't believe in them. Yeah, I would be like, okay, yeah, bye, like, Gigi. Podcast is over. Fact check. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's just common sense to to, to not, you know, to think there we're not the only, I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. There's other planets that have oxygen and that, you know, there's definitely life out there. There's no way. The universe is huge. So it's definitely there are aliens. We're aliens, I think. You know, we're aliens Ooh, to them. Ooh, that's fun. Um, but basically, Israeli uh, Israel sorry, came out, the government came out and said, yes, there are aliens. And we've been in contact with them. And they published, like, this huge article about it. And it was right with, it was like a couple weeks ago, like two or three weeks I ago. I did not hear about this. Yeah. And they said that. The aliens, basically, the only reason why they haven't come down yet is because they don't think we're ready yet. Obviously, like, they think we're going to freak out, which we probably would because we're so, you know, that's what we do. As Americans, we freak out. Right. We we would, like, bomb them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In self-defense, but they're not dangerous. Mm -hmm. They're trying to help us. I wonder what they look like. So, Do they have gender? I wonder that too. Like maybe not. I know. And I wonder how they reproduce. I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. You know? What they sound like. Do they blink? What do they eat? Can they breathe oxygen? Yeah, exactly. How tall are they? Exactly. So there's this other documentary that you need to watch okay. called Phenomenon. And it's on iTunes right now. And basically in, um, I believe it was like, ooh, it was, I'm going to mess this up, but it was like Kenya or whatever, like the 1980s and a bunch of kids were at school. It was in Africa and were, they were out playing and they saw a spaceship land and the kids Gag. ran over to the spaceship and they said a little man in or whatever alien in a black suit came out and he was like, the, they said he was the size of a sixth grader and he had a big round head and he was gray and he had big black eyes and a small nose. So like how we know aliens. Basically how we know aliens. (gasps) These ones are called the grays. There's all different kinds. Oh my God, Joe Rogan. I know. So these are called the grays. And then there's also like the Nordics, which are like Scandinavian look like almost like you could be a Nordic because they're blue eyes, blonde hair. Thanks. Meanwhile, I'm like the whitest girl ever. No, but there's like beautiful Scandinavian people. I love that. Like they look like aliens. pass as humans. humans. And then maybe they're already among us. Exactly. So the kids, then they interviewed these kids kids literally in this documentary the same kids grown up and the kids say the exact as adults say the exact same thing and they all say the exact same thing they're like yeah we saw it and like yeah people like some people believe us some people don't but they all say the exact same thing of what they are saw. they like coherent like they look oh, yeah. fine yeah oh my god yeah, they're like regular kids like regular people and then they're grown up and they're like it was the biggest part of my life and like to, to know that like they came down and what the alien did when he came down was put a picture in all of their head. They said they were communicating with the alien 
telepathically and the alien I mean duh they're aliens exactly showed them pictures of technology and pollution and what was going to happen to our planet and they said it made them filled with fear because they said that the alien was showing them that if we keep going on this route with technology we're going to end up fucked fucked we're going to destroy our planet and they said and then as soon as the alien left those those feelings went away, but they were left with the mental images and they all saw the same thing. Oh my God. So he came down to like warn. Right. Us. And that was years and years ago. This was like 1980s. I mean, you it's have happening to watch this now. documentary. It's called The Phenomenon. And so, yeah, so this is happening to the world now, right? Full on. I mean, it's getting worse every, like, I can't. It's I mean, just too much. You think about when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm older than you, but when we were. We're when, like similar though. Similar same thing. age, but. There was a big part of your life when there was no cell phones. Yes. Yes. And okay, so it's so funny. My dad worked for Bell Mobility. Anyone listening in Canada? It's like literally the hugest like telecommunication um, company. So he would get like prototypes of phones. Uh So I was one of the first people in my school to have a phone. Wow. Yes. Like so young. I had like TV on it. It was like a flip phone. I was so cool. Uh And later to know that it will be my career online. It was your career. It's your career. And and while like, I'm so grateful for it. And I know you are obviously Mm because it's made our whole careers. Doesn't a part of you go, what if there was never cell phones I always get so jealous like I was looking at my friend she's a lot older and she was sending me like photos of her back in the day where she was like so skinny in a bikini I was like bet you were like a supermodel Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about her life back then she was on vacation in these photos and I was like there was no Instagram there was no you know texting people on the beach there was like just nothing like you were truly in the moment and I honestly miss that shit so much like just actually making plans and hanging out not like like I'll be always in front of the tv just on my phone and I'm like I have two things going on right now it's too much like you truly do have to check out or or else it's just too much and and you find that like even when you go on vacation or Mm -hmm. when you hang out with someone or when you go to a birthday party you know you are like on your phones. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like I feel like when everyone's like in the movies, it's like you see this like light Little, on people's faces. It's like, bitch, put your phone away. No one can sit no, for and an it's hour. All about like my number one thing is like obviously we are like content creators. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you always want to like post a story. You always want to like like even if you're at a concert, it's like your phone you're watching your phone's Instagram story before looking at your eyes, you know, like looking. <laughs> My husband at, hates that. It's insane. He I mean, hates record that. me, but like, like rock out with me. Am I right, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy just came up here. No, but my husband was saying the same thing. Like when his band's performing, he'll look out into the audience now in these days and just see a bunch of phones. It's cringeworthy. Like, instead are of you back in present? the yeah, instead of back in the eighties, people were just enjoying it mm-hmm. and ha- rocking out. Now they're like not; they're just more focused on showing other people. Like, look, I'm at this concert. Totally, or, I like, catch myself at- doing it all the time, yeah. and I'm like, wait, this is like not really why I'm here, or like what I'm doing. Like, is this enjoyable, or am I like quote unquote working, or yeah. like you know just like thinking about something else? Where do you think it's gonna go? That's what I was just gonna ask you, because like, because it's, like, it's only getting worse, you know. And now we have this and it keeps going iPhone, you know, 10, iPhone 11, iPhone 12. What in 50 years is going to be a cell phone? Is it going to be an implant? 
Oh my God. I was, oh my God. You read my mind. I literally was thinking the other day, my cat, this is so silly. My cat was down the hall doing the cutest little pose. And I was like, fuck, where's my phone? So I like ran to the other room. And before I could get a photo, he moved. And I was like, I wish I could take photos with my eyes and just blink and save it and then airdrop it to my phone. And I was like, so stupid. You're going to get your way. Yeah, I truly feel like we'll just have shit in our brains. And yeah. I, I feel like we also watched this. Um, I forget the guy's name, but he was like the whistleblower of the um, the like tech companies like listening and watching you. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? I think his name I was Jamie something. That. Yeah. He like basically ratted out the government, okay. like the CIA and being like, yeah, everyone is being watched. If you have a camera, everything they're listening to you, hotel phones, everything. So I feel like eventually, like if anyone gets like their teeth done or like, you know, like breast implants or whatever, they're just going to like put a little chip in you. And then just like, you know, it's going to be like a government thing, like all doctors. And like, we're not even going to know we're being like followed or watched, you know, and maybe they can even like kill you that way. If like you're causing trouble. Yeah. Like she's done, give her a heart attack. Yeah. And then they won't even know the chip is so small, invisible. Oh my God, that's so scary. Like something, right? It's like a scary plot for like a like sci-fi write movie. Write a movie? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was thinking about it and then I was reading like an article about, you know, uh, these devices and how when we're using our cell phones and like so close to our faces, it really ignites like our hippocampus and it's like in the back of our head and it's a part of our brain and it's getting larger and larger and larger and it's what's causing a lot of people to have anxiety and all these things. And then I was thinking, oh my God, what if like the aliens came down and this is so far out there. Love it more. What if the aliens came down to warn us because they were once us and then they turned into them because of technology. So like the hippocampus keeps growing. So our heads get bigger. Everyone of every different race is having sex. So eventually our skin color becomes gray. And our eyes get really big because we're always in our phones. Always from the light. This is a really good theory. And this is what I think is they're warning us. And then eventually because of all the damage and all of the, you know, pollution, our planet becomes inhabitable. And we, by that time in a hundred, whatever thousand years, you know, Elon Musk's company has developed a way for us to all live in space on spaceships. And then we are the aliens and they came down to warn us. And then before we know it, we're looking at dinosaurs. Yeah. It just like starts all over again. And then it starts all over again. And then we're looking down on the, another planet that has us in the beginning stages again what the hell are they gonna look like trying to tell them the aliens of the aliens yeah trying to tell them don't do what we did they're just gonna be like matters of gas we're not even gonna be able to see them they're just so like enlightened and evolved they're just invisible that actually is funny that you say that because there is a type of alien that is such an evolved species it has no physical form it's just energy i love that i'm so smart i'm just kidding (laughs) no when you get home you have to look up the different types because there's like five specific different types nordics it's nordics grays the ones that are the um the um like the that don't have a body and then there's like cat people which is super weird like that they say all the sphinxes are made out of or based off of gorgeous cats because there's a type of like cat people and then there's like the reptilian sort of scary scary yeah yeah i don't like that. um but yeah so that's so crazy right to think about it is it really is i feel like it's just getting worse but also i feel like we're at kind of the peak of it not being unbearable right so we got i feel like we got lucky because we grew up I and mean, especially my husband because he got to live so much of his life without cell phones see i would like that though a little yeah, bit more yeah he yeah. got to live like the majority of his life without cell phones and having fun in the moment being in the moment being you know part of real life mm-hmm. and not constantly like this or mm-hmm. wanting to take a picture no matter where he went 
But I mean, I am grateful that like we grew up where we did get to still experience life without as it is like yeah. as it's meant to be lived. no internet you know thinking about kids being born right now it's insane they're and never like, gonna know life without instagram or facebook it's or crazy because like our like my rebellious phase is yeah. like when i'm t- when i'm told something to not do i'll do it more yeah like sneak out or party or whatever i'll do it more or like you know transition as fast as i did like just everything i'm like no that's a yes I'm totally, that's the gas for me. So I feel like now I was listening to this interview with Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, my kids, no, they're not allowed on Instagram. Like I blocked it. And I'm like, if I was a kid right now be being out. told no, like yeah. the rebellious factor is going to go through the roof. Like people are going to, and like people are so woke nowadays. Like 11, 12 year olds are like so woke. They're like, I'm gay, non-binary. Also like went here, did this, that, and the other. It's like, I was not like that when I was 12. Yeah. It's like gonna, I, I think shit's gonna hit the fan hard for like the next generation. And it's hard for the kids that parents are repressing them because then they feel out of the loop. Mm-hmm. They feel like, you know, they go to school and all the kids are talking about the funniest TikTok or the funniest Right, it's like thing another it. like layer of bullying. Yeah, it's another layer of bullying. Yes, it's it crazy. Is. It's it like, is. this is insane. And like, it's if it's not one thing, it's another. It's like TikTok just came out. I'm not on TikTok yet. Get on like, TikTok. Gigi. I know everyone says that, but I'm like, it's just another thing. And no, I also, fun. I know I'm addicted to watching them, yeah, right. but I just don't do them. Should I go on TikTok? Yes, everyone? me. I force Tommy to make them with me all the time. He wants oh, to kill me. Oh, I see yours. Yours are everything. He literally wants to kill me. I force him. But to it's make like TikToks. so fun when it's done though. No, it's fu- he, he, I make him have a good time, but he is the person that's constantly reminding me you need to live in the moment. Like every day he's like, how long have you been on your phone? I love that. That's like Nats. Like we literally are, I'm actually like six months older than Nats. Really? And she always jokes, my birthday's in April. Maybe it's more than six months, but she always jokes that I'm like a cougar. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, we're the same age. (laughs) But she always like, whenever we're hanging out, watching TV, whatever, I'll just see her like not on her phone. And that's my reminder. Like she never like, it like says like, Gigi, get off your phone. Like it's too much, but I'll see her and I'll be like, okay, let me put my phone down. Cause like, you know, I'm being rude kind of thing. She's not on her phone a lot, huh? Not really, unless it's work. She's yeah. a clothing designer. So yeah. unless she has like a Zoom meeting, she's not able to go into work right now. Or like, you know, on FaceTime yeah. or like Instagramming for five minutes and then she'll throw her phone away. Me, I'm like Instagramming and like looking through comments, doing stories, like just doing the most. Um, Zooming in on your photo. Oh, well, like and did then- that transfer well? Should I delete it and edit it again? <laughs> Or you look at your face for too long and then your face starts to like shift and you're like, wait, my face, does my face look fucking crazy Uh right now? Yeah, I 100%. I feel that 100%. Also though, it's like once it's up, just leave it. Just leave leave it. it. It's just a photo. Instagram punishes you when you delete anyway. They like take you out of the algorithm. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Savage. Oh, so savage. They're like, how dare you take a, how dare you take a piece of content off of our Yeah, like what the fuck? There's not millions of other people doing it. I feel like also I just need to remind myself always that like I started this for fun. So just keep it fun. And if it's not fun, then like just stop. Are you still having fun? I am. Good. And like YouTube became a little not fun for me. Yeah. So I took a break. Good. And now I'm kind of back. It's kind of whatever. But it's like I interact with everyone all the time anyways. So it's like I'm not neglecting. No. That's I'm like my guilt. And I'm so excited for you to have a podcast because I feel like there's so many people. I'm so excited. I love talk. I talk like even in school, it was like, she talks too much. It's too much. Like on my report card, my parents would always get mad at me, but it's like, I just, there's so much to talk about. Like yes. even the alien stuff. Like now I have all like hours and hours and hours, days 
of new content to watch and become obsessed with because I came on yours. Yes, it's so, and, and I think there's so many people that you're going to really help. I mean, I'm excited. I feel like I'm going to get helped. I'm actually doing it with my best friend from Toronto. Oh, really? We're doing it virtually. So it's going to help us stay connected as well, which is sweet. Well, I can't wait for when you announce it or when it comes out. Let me know because I will share. I will. And and I want you on it. I will happily be on it. Yay. I've loved you being here. God, we've already like been, you've been here an hour, which I is, know. feels like time flies. It really did. We even had a little audience. Tommy came. I know. I Tommy he, came and was our audience. We're comedians. Making fun, yeah. You're making me feel like a comedian today, Brittany. We just today, did a Brittany. live show. <laughs> I'm, we're live at the improv. Oh yeah. my God, me. Delusional. Oh my God. Obsessed. <laughs> Like the the more delusional, the better. Always performing for Tommy. He's like, okay, chill out. There's no one else here. I'm like, what about our dog? Get up to the dog, everybody. I just start roasting the dog. The dog's like, what are you? Oh my God, I'm obsessed. So where are you from, sir? I'm just kidding. Dead. He's like, er? yeah. I thought the dog's like, um, Do you have a treat for me? I know the dog's like, wow, mom needs her medication. <laughs> um, no, I'm just so excited to have you here, and I know we like, you know, I call the podcast worst first, and we 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 kind of talk about the worst whatever that's happened. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, I feel like, you know, you went through the worst, the worst, like having to get I feel it, yeah, your child, you know, from going from a child to de- like dealing with bullying, dealing with you know becoming who you really are. And then, but then the worst of it can become the best. That's how I feel. I always remind myself, like whenever I'm feeling down or in the past when I've been really low, it's like, you can never really feel true happiness unless you're, you've experienced true sadness. Yes. And it's like, if your life was just peachy keen the whole time, it's like, do you really even know that you're happy? Yeah. Because you've never really seen like the dark side of the world or anything bad. And I always just... Like, even when I'm having really bad days now, I'm like, this is just a bad day. Yes. You know, like, you will have great days coming up. Literally, even later today can be a great day. Like, it's all just a mindset. I'm so glad that you said that. I mean, and I think, and it is really hard, especially for a lot of people right now, kind of like, you know, where do we go from here? How how are we going to, you know, mm-hmm. get on from this? But, you know, I think the most important thing for everyone to know is they're not alone. Mm-hmm. everyone is going through this. We're all going through this in a different way, you know? And, you know, that is the one positive thing I will say about the internet is that if you are feeling completely alone, you can always go on the internet and find someone to talk to. Yeah, totally. There's always someone awake. Always. No and like where you are. someone that like you can relate with. Yeah. You're like, that person isn't me. Yeah. And also that just like is just the best feeling ever. Yeah. Knowing I, that you're not alone. Like, oh my God, they're as weird as me. Perfect. I always tell people like, I don't always get to answer my DMs, but if you're ever up at night and you can't sleep and you're stressed out, write me a DM. And even if I don't get to see it right away or if I don't ever get to see it, like at least it's you taking this and putting it on on paper or putting it rather out, Mm -hmm. you know, writing it and getting it out. I feel like that's so important for people. I'm actually obsessed with DMs. Whenever I'm bored, I really do read them. I really do respond. And like, I have like hundreds of pen pals. I love that. I have that too. Like, I don't care at all. I'm like, what's up? Like, I'm maybe not the best advice right now because it's just off the cuff of my head, but like, this is what I would do. Like just full on. And people like screenshot and tag me. And I'm like, oh wait, I should have worded that better. I literally was just like hammering at my phone. Like, Oh my God, your, your parents don't like think that you're trans. It's not a real thing. I'm like, well, here's what you do. Yeah. You know, it's like just like talking to a friend, I feel. Yeah. That's so important. And I love that you are, and your parents are always so supportive of you. Oh yeah. So amazing. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm really very lucky. Beautiful family. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So guys, please make sure to watch Gigi's uh, documentary. It was 
really moving. I'm telling you, it was at Sundance and it was just really profound. Who directed it? Uh, Barbara Koppel. Okay, great. She's like full just awards left and right. I was going to say her name forever. sounds really familiar. Yeah, she did a bunch of movies that are escaping me right now. But yeah. just IMDb her. She's, yeah. she's everything. I've even had people actually refer. So my friend transitioned um, and I won't name him, but if people know me, they know who he is, but he, um, his parents were giving him a really hard time about it. And he was like, one of my other friends was like, um, you should have your parents watch Gigi's documentary. And it really turned their minds around. That's awesome. And I've heard that in the past, but never one of my friends, like it's different. It hits different when when it's it's like, like it's close to home. Right. And like literally now he's transitioned. He's happy. He's thriving. His parents are happy for him. Obviously not all due to my movie, but it's like, it gives that kind of real, it's a movie that's never been done before. That's what I was Mm -hmm. told. And it's true. I mean, literally from the jump home footage, just everything. It's the realest it could be. And you see the whole thing up until 25 was when I finished filming the movie. It's so amazing that you were 25 when you finished. So I feel like I like that, that was when I like met you and got to. Yeah, like, I think I was 26 yeah. when it came out. Yeah. And that's when we met. And I and, and, and I'm, it's the movie starts with you as a child. And it's just so amazing to see you as a child. Like just full home movies. It's insane. Yes, it I'm like, really well, how did this how was this filmed? Like, did my mom know filming this that this would be seen by so many people? Yeah. And then it follows you completely like from when you start doing your YouTube and change and transitioning and becoming who you are. And it's literally your whole journey. So I really recommend anyone. I mean, even if you're not someone who's transitioning, just everyone in general, if you want to be more enlightened about, you know, what, what a person goes through, who is going through this whole process. Cause it is such a huge process. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't even feel when you were taking the hormones, did you get like emotional? I stuff? did. I like, I connected with myself emotionally then. Yeah. And I had never really like cried. Like I said before, I like yeah. suppressed a lot of my emotions, yeah. which I can still do now. Oh my God. This your dog is, is so Nina cute. Delina. Hi, honey. <laughs> oh my God. Hi. She's smaller in real life. Yeah, she's a little wiener dog. Hi, cutie. Hi. Is she like four pounds? She's literally like seven pounds. That's oh, Nina the Wiener. She's a little skittish, but she's super cool. She's like a little wiener dog. She I probably smells like cat. I know. Do you have a dog or no? I have no. Have no, no, I had dogs. a dog, ended up giving it away, and Aww. then I have three cats. Aww. Yes. Um, so, so when you went, when took the hormones and then you started yeah. feeling all the fucking, yeah, I'm like, what are we flood, talking about again? Floodgates open. Oh, right? yeah. I had never really like been in touch with my emotions, but now, like, even like, even now, if I like, you know, I feel I just have to listen to my body. And sometimes I'll like, you know, like it's a moment. Let me skip this shot this week or whatever. And like, I'll just feel myself like, whoa, why is this affecting me so much? It's not even a big deal. Yeah. And it's it's real. I mean, crying is just an emotion. It's nothing to be ashamed of. No, I think it's good to get it out. Don't you it, feel better when you get it out? Yeah. And then I'll just end up crying about other stuff. And I'm like, OK, I've overcried now. So let me just like put it away. So do you have to take hormones forever? I do until I get a sex change. Okay. Are you going to do that? I think so. Yes. You are? Yes. Are you nervous about that? I am. I think when I think about um, that surgery, it's called gender confirmation surgery, not a sex change. I don't know why I just called it that. Right. it is like one of the most like body mutilating things that you can do to yourself, but it is just to become, you know, your your true true authentic self so it's like at any cost i would do that so on your driver's license right now 
Does it say male? No, it says female. Okay, good. I have everything changed, luckily. So that's good. So they do that, which is nice. Yes. I okay. mean, some places don't, but I was very lucky that when I changed my name, they changed my gender too. That's great. I know. Some people are living without it and it's so bad. Yeah. That must, that it's must dangerous. Hurt. Yeah. And plus like when you get pulled over, you're kind of like, okay. Fuck. Yeah. I hope exactly. their eyes don't go to the gender. Yeah, like yeah. look at my birthday and my name, yeah. not my gender. Yeah. Oh, I was there for a while and I would like, I would travel a bunch because of work and I didn't have my name changed. And it just so happens that, you know, when you're like this, there's like a seat error. Yeah. Like if you're not in first class, they're like, they call your name over the mic. Yeah. It would always be me. And then I would just walk just, up looking feminine as hell. And they were like answering to that name. I was like, wow, God really hates me today. This is karma for something I did bad. Oh, and then you had like an issue in Dubai, right? I did. I what was actually, was I was, Tell de- me. I was detained there. So I think what I still don't know to this day what happened, but I landed, I met my greeter. I was meeting my wife, her family for literally fun, uh-huh. a vacation. I had always wanted to go there. And then at the, um, at security, I handed him my passport. He looked me up and down. And, you know, I just look like me. Like, there's no way I can hide, you know, my femininity or who I am. It's not like I could, like, dumb it down to look like a guy. Mm -hmm. So I basically get told that I have to go to, like, secondary questioning. And I was like, what is his issue? I think he might have known who I was. Oh, no. Something like that. It It was crazy. And then I was detained there for hours and hours and hours had to end up staying at, at the hotel and then spending the night and flying out the next day. They wouldn't even let me in. You never even got to go in? No. And then, like, they wrote me. They, like, I think it was at that time, they were like, oh, no, she can come in. Let's have her, like, come in the country. And the guy who was my greeter and was translating for us, he was like, no, 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 don't do that. They just want to arrest you when you get on Dubai turf. And I was like, oh my God, I felt like I was in a movie. I was like, is this crazy? And this girl called me, a girl I was friends with from so long ago. And it just called me. I was literally waiting in the hotel with my greeter, like not talking to anyone, trying to get a hold of Nats. She called me and she's like, hey, I work for TMZ. And I was like, hello. And she's like, yeah, um, we, he- we hear you're in Dubai. Are you okay? I was like, that just, just happened tra- like 20 minutes ago. So I think the guy like, told them something i mean it it all Ew. happened so fast and so what they were gonna arrest you because your your <clears throat> passport said male no it was female it said female it was all that's so why what was, was the reason i don't know the only thing i can think of is that he might have known who i was and just wanted to give you a hard time yeah that is unbelievable. Were you able to like sue them or do anything? No. So they like- ended up writing a letter to me basically saying that like they want me back to come to Dubai, have a great experience. They're like, sorry for the inconvenience. I'm like, meanwhile, that could be a source of trauma for me. That is a huge source of trauma. Are I, you kidding me? I don't feel traumatized by it though. You don't? Mm-mm. Like Even I'm though you fine. you in an interrogation room for how many hours? Like Like, eight? Si- like so long. So long. So long. Like it was a By moment. By yourself in nope. another country. I made the guy, I was like, um, I feel really uncomfortable right now because like everyone here does not speak English. I only know English. Uh-huh. And he was like, um, no, trust me, things are going to get ugly and I won't leave your side. So that's when I was like, oh, I might be actually fucked. Because I was like, if I get alone and they start like, you know, God forbid, like beating me. I was like, this is like really fucking scary. And he brought up, he's not going to leave my side. I was like, oh my God, you're an angel. I was like, thank God I have you. If I was alone, God only knows. 
And you weren't panicking at all or freaking out? I was crying my eyes out. <sighs> I was crying for like hours, probably for like three hours straight. I was crying. Aww. Yeah, on the back of like one of those like little like buggies that they drive in the airport. And then so then they put you at a hotel. Yep. My my wife, my mother-in-law, all of our friends came to the airport, bought tickets for a plane, came inside the airport and we just checked into the hotel. Did they go home with you? No, we actually flew to Sweden. Oh, okay. The next so you day. were able to hang out. Yeah. Okay. They were like, they were, they were more affected by it than me, I feel. It's just so fucked up. It really is. And they were like, oh my God, we're so worried about her. And I was like, guys, I'm fine. I'm in an airport. Just yeah. come to me. And then they just handled it. And I feel like it's crazy now saying it back. Like I've talked about all my emotions. I've gone through it all. And I'm really not traumatized by it. Oh, you're really strong. I feel like I've been through worse. Like if I was, you know, like handled badly or like abused there, I feel like that would be another story. Mm -hmm. But no, it's fine. Like everything worked out. Wow. You're amazing. It was a moment though. I mean, it's kind of crazy because I mean, as as far as we are evolved, we're also not because- I just saw on the news that I think it was in, and I don't want to mess this up, but I think it was Saudi Arabia that um, this girl was arrested because she dr drove. Really? And she was arrested and put in jail, and she's going to be in jail, they say, anywhere from six months to a year oh. for, it's called anti-terrorism because the law is that women can't drive. Right. And she drove. Because she thinks women should have the right to drive, which they should. That's disgusting. But in that country, it was, I just saw it on the news and she's going to be in prison for driving. They need to like have it's Kim Kardashian get her out. Yeah, Kim Kardashian just saving, <laughs> In Saudi Arabia. Saving everyone. They're like, you're Armenian. This doesn't even make sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but like how good do I look right now? But I'm now? like studying law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my I God, know. that's fucking terrible. They need to like do like a show on her or something. I know. Isn't that sad? And, like, it's fucked up. The prisons there mm -hmm. are gnarly. Oh, my God. Speaking of prisons, speaking about terrible treatment, have you watched La Veneno on HBO Max? No. You need to. What's it called? La Veneno. La it's, Veneno. It's poison in Spanish. Okay. It's like just an amazing show. It's about this trans sex worker and the girl is so beautiful. You need to watch is it. Is it a true story? It's a true story Whoa. and it's like all reenacted. The girl eventually dies. It's not a spoiler. Oh, Everyone knows she's dead. Yeah. Like four years ago, she died. Oh. And it's like truly one of the best shows I've ever watched. I feel like honestly, you and Tommy would love it. I'm gonna love it. It's amazing. Well, Tommy loves all that stuff. It's unbelievable. So I it's all it. in Spanish, okay. but there's dubbed versions Subtitle. and subtitles. Okay, we're gonna do that. I've watched both, and I honestly don't prefer one or the other. La you think Venena. dubbed? La Veneno. La Veneno. Okay. Yeah, I dressed as her on my Instagram. Oh, you did. In that little red outfit with the red bang. Oh, look. That was her. Wow. Because I was so inspired, I was like, "Bitch, I need to do her right now." Oh, and she died. She died, but th the story is unbelievable. She ends up going to prison and she's trans and her passport wasn't changed. So she ended up going to a male prison later in the show. That's a little bit of a spoiler, but I'll say no more. Okay. It's so good. Okay. And one last thing before I just, I like realized there's so much more I didn't even get to talk to you about. I like feel like I need to do like a part two. Um, so you said you are going to transition. Do you know when are you going to like fully like the thing is fully with transition? It's like like people don't need surgery to transition. Right. That's my main thing. So I feel like it's like, I'm done now. I was done before I got anything right. done. It's just like what life gives you. Like I right. thought right after I got like, say my boobs done, I was like, I'm definitely going to do, you know, my vagina. Right. Right. <laughs> but it just, life happened. Like I just really didn't feel the need to. Right. And I feel like don't rush anything that you're not in right. the mood yeah, for. Exactly. So it's like, I've thought about it and 
you know, I'm still on the fence, but eventually, yes. Eventually. Yes. Okay. So there's not like a time. You're not like, oh, within the next whatever. Mm-mm. Right. Okay. And I feel like once there is, only me and my wife will know. Oh, okay. So like you're it, not going to share. Gonna I don't like know. Private. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things though that's like you kind of just don't talk about. Right. You know? For you, it's personal. Yeah. Like I've had people like on full, like when I was doing like the book tour and the movie moment, like press, this woman, I'll never forget, asked me, do you have a penis or a vagina? On morning live TV. And That's I was just like, how she said it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this bitch. And then my That's PR so reached out and we're like, no, we're cutting that. Yeah. But I was like, I am horrified that she just asked me that. I was like, morning. Yeah, good morning. That's her opening question. Insane. I should have been like, bitch, what do you have? Like, chill out, Barbara. <laughs> right. I mean, I have a meaty vagina. Mine's kind of like a penis. You be better work. You better work. Hey, listen, I'm I'm out here repping for all the girls with like low hanging beef. Come on, beef curtains. <laughs> I don't care. Oh my god, like, I love it this. is what it is. Like I see people talk shit on it all the time, and I'm like, whatever. By the way, like it's supposed to be like way, way more enjoyable anyway. Like hello, the more the merrier. Hello, trust. We would know. <laughs> I'm just saying like it's so funny how ashamed people get about stuff and like it whatever is. and I'm just like so sensitive like I mean like for me like I very I'm like I'm very public I'm like whatever like Arby's oh, like, I know I'm like Arby's I'm dead the roast beef oh my god like whatever I'm married I'm, Wait, I got a husband want then me, why does that make something. me want Arby's right now I'm so hungry low-key I'm, I'm getting fast food on the way home. My body. Yeah, like <laughs> I just keep you here for four hours and give you no food, yeah. nothing but a, a, a flavored water. I'm like Tommy, another water, please. At least I'm like sweating out my last calories. <laughs> I love you so much, guys. I love you. I loved having Gigi here. Gigi's amazing. I, this is everything with Gigi Gorgeous. Please watch it and also please follow Gigi. She has the most amazing Instagram. Your photos like are like. Every photo is perfectly ah, done. Thank you. The lighting, the setting, the outfits, the hair. It's like, I need to like set my game up. Like you have like a oh, full. Oh, please. You have a podcast to worry about. Like it's so like amazing. Thank you. So I appreciate please it. please follow Gigi if you aren't already. Amazing follow. So much fun. And, you know, honestly, I've just loved having you here. You're so fun. You're such a light. I've loved being here too. Yay. Yeah, this is like my maybe like 10th podcast I've ever done. Oh my God. So it's kind of so like my virginity. Yes. That's what we're here to do. You have to come over on mine when I, I have would it. love to. And we'll keep you guys posted about that for when Gigi has her podcast. I'm going to announce that to share with you guys to let you know. Um, in the meantime, everyone stay safe. I hope you have a wonderful new year, as wonderful as you can. I'm hoping everyone has a better year than we did this past year. Fingers crossed. Sending good vibes out to everybody and stay. Stay tuned next week for another episode of Morse.